in a dark world filled with deceit. One united voice is crying out. Revealing the truth of God's word. It's time to expose the hidden truth. And unravel the lies. While we're living in Satan's little season. With Sister Crystal and Brother Phil. Welcome to Living in Satan's Little Season show. We're your hosts, Brother Phil and Sister Crystal. Hello. We got another good one for you today. Another great show. Topic, Resurrection of the Wicked. Hmm, I didn't know too much about that till recently. I bet you never heard a sermon on that, have you? I don't think so. I don't think <laughs> one time in my entire life I've ever heard a sermon on the resurrection of the wicked. No. But we're going to give you that message today because it's in our Bibles. I wouldn't be making it up if it wasn't there. And I will yeah. give you the scripture that tells you you can look it up for yourself. Yes. Don't believe anything that I say here. You look it up yourself. That's what we want you to do. We want you to look up what we say. Don't take our word for it. Our goal is to help you know what the Word of God says even better than you did before. And that really is our goal as believers, is to be fully equipped with the knowledge of God so we can fight the battles and the issues we have to face as believers. Well, I hope everyone here already heard the message, The Heaven Deception. That's a previous show that I gave on that we're not going to heaven, folks. Heaven isn't for us. Heaven is for God and the angels, not for us. This goes along with that because, see, what we are promised is a resurrection. Not going to heaven, wings, and in in heaven and whatnot. Harps and halos. Yeah, harps and (laughs) halos and all that. All that. No, what the Bible teaches is a resurrection of the dead. It's mainly our only promise. But here's the the kicker. The righteous and the wicked are both going to get resurrected. According to the Bible. And I will prove this to you mm. biblically. By the time you get done with this message, you there will be no doubt in your mind. Every single person on earth will get resurrected from the dead. That's why a lot of people, they blame, oh, look at look at this. You know, why would God kill all these people in the Old Testament? Yada, yada. Right. All those people will get resurrected. See, God can do that because he has the power over life and death. Already had planned to resurrect everybody. Yes. It was all part of his plan all along. That none should perish. We're going to go over three passages of scripture here that prove this. Stay this. One, Jesus Christ even says the same thing. But the first one we're going to go to is the book of Daniel. Daniel chapter 12, which is the last chapter in Daniel. Future shows, we're going to go over more of Daniel chapter 12. Because Daniel chapter 12 is kind of like Zechariah 14. It's got (laughs) so many good things about the end. (laughs) That we're coming up to. Good little nuggets there. It's got so much information in that <laughs> chapter, but we're not going to go over all those other things yet. We got to have, 
we got to have content for other episodes. We'll stretch it out. <laughs> but there's going to be a resurrection. and But it won't just be for the righteous people. It'll also be for the wicked as well. And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to shame and everlasting contempt. Okay, so you notice here that there's some people that'll get everlasting life. Oh, wow. And, and of course, yeah. we know that promise from... John 3.16, the famous, you know, everlasting life passage that almost everybody <laughs> that has gone right. to church at all knows about. It's not just the righteous, though, that get the, but there are, there's going to be another resurrection. Yes, the, the godly, right. those who are believers, we are going to get that everlasting life, but there's also going to be a resurrection of what they say of some to shame and everlasting contempt. Now, I looked up that word. That's interesting. Wicked, are, are, it says shame, you know, and we all understand what shame is. When we hear the word shame, what do we think? We think of, I feel ashamed. Mm-hmm. I feel, I don't feel good. We live in a day and age where that kind of idea of shame is kind right. of really poo-pooed, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, we don't well, want to be shamed, you know. It's gone out the window. You don't, don't want to shame, shame anybody. Anyone. According to my Bible, there will be a whole group of people, a whole mess of people, mm-hmm. that are going to be ashamed. And that's the wicked at the time of the resurrection. Because they're going to be resurrected to shame Mm. And everlasting contempt. And that word contempt is actually like word scorn. And we understand what scorn is. Scorn is like you're looked down upon. You're, you're, mm-hmm. you're out. We under, we kind of understand the word scorn, what right. that is. It's like when somebody scorns you, it means they've kind of like, they've, how can I explain it better? They're like putting you down. They're, they're, well, but they're, it's kind of like a... Um... Almost like a rejection. Yeah, it's like they're reproaching you. Uh-huh. They're, they're, they're saying something against you. And this is what most of the people are going to be resurrected to this everlasting. And that word everlasting just means an age. Time frame. A season. A season mm-hmm. of... And that's why a lot of people get thrown off with this word everlasting. Because I'll have to do another show on... The, the word everlasting doesn't mean everlasting. <laughs> it, it's con- so confusing because right. that word actually means an age. So it comes from the Greek word eon, which means an age. Like if I say we're living in the age of deception, we're living on the eon of deception. This age won't last forever, but it will. It's lasting now, and it'll go on for an age. Goes on for an indefinite period of time until somebody says, "Okay," when God says it's done. So God determines when the age is over. And of course, we know that the age of the first covenant was over at the destruction of the temple. Mm -hmm. That's when you know it's over now. We're right. going to go to the new covenant now, the new system, mm-hmm. and now that's what we're living under now. Here, here's what Daniel said: Those who sleep now, sleep is the word in the Bible. To, death it is refers to death. Jesus, right. Jesus refers right. to sleep. And I, this, I'll have to give another show on this <laughs> idea of sleep because people get confused. And essentially, when you die, you don't go to heaven. You essentially go to eternal rest, but eternal member doesn't mean forever. Just like it's, right, it's an no, age for a time. Uh huh. Remember, uh, you know, when yeah. you use these ter- phrases, you have to use right. the ones that it meant in the Bible. It's an age of sleep. You're going to be. That's why they say rest in peace because you're asleep. It's a form of sleep. Even mm-hmm. Jesus said death is like sleep. So many times it's referred to as sleep. That's why they say rest with your fathers in the Bible yep. because that's mm-hmm. what they are. They're yes. asleep with the fathers. You know, right. that's what you do when you die. You go to sleep. And you wait for final resurrection. Everyone does. Die, you go to sleep, and you wait for a resurrection from the dead. Whether it be resurrection to eternal life, which is what we right. all want. I'm trying to get everyone to, to be on exactly. board with. Yes. Or resurrection to eternal contempt and shame. 
which I don't want you guys. Mm -mm. Who, and so that's an age or a time period of people being that resurrection. Right. That, that word scorn describing is found actually 55 places in, in, in the Bible. So it's wow. actually all over the place and it all is describing the same idea. Being scorned, being mm -hmm. reproached, that kind of thing. So we understand right. what that word means. The next one we're going to go over is what Jesus states. That there's going to be a resurrection of everybody. Of the righteous and the wicked. John chapter 5, verse 28. Do not marvel at this. For the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice. And come forth those who have done good to the resurrection of life. And those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. So, of course, Jesus is like, okay, don't marvel at this. Okay, this is a mind blower here. I'm giving you this mind blower here. Don't marvel at this idea that I'm going to explain to you. The hour, which hour is time. That, that's right, the, another time period. The, the word hour just means, when they say the hour, it means the time. Okay. Okay, so... A lot of times they'll use the word hour because we think of an hour as being, you know, 160 minutes. But a lot of times in the Bible, they'll use the word hour to mean just time. And so that's essentially what it means. The time is coming. Hour is coming. In other mm -hmm. words, the time is coming to which all who are in the graves, everyone who has passed away that mm -hmm. are in their graves will come forth. I don't know how much more clear that can be. I don't know how much more clear Jesus could be when stating this, that every single person, everyone who has died, Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how you died, what you died of, how evil a person you were, good of a person you yeah. were. We're all going to be resurrected, just like Daniel. The righteous, those who have done good and are righteous, will get the resurrection of life. Just like Daniel said, eternal life. That's going to be resurrected to eternal life. Right. Jesus said the same thing. Here he describes the wicked uh -huh. in a slightly different way. It says those who have done evil, which means not the not righteous. <laughs> See, there's only there's only two groups of people. That's right. In this. There's only the righteous and the wicked. There's no middle ground area mm -hmm. that you could be. Mm -hmm. That's why you can't ride the fence when it comes to you're either hot on his, or cold. You're either on his side or you're not. Okay? Well, you know, it really makes sense because even today, you know, you got kids like, oh, that's not fair, and you know, I want well with God, He will make it all right. He's, I know we've talked about, you know, between ourselves that he's the great equalizer. And it's just really interesting that both sides, the good will be, will be resurrected to everlasting life. And then the wicked will be resurrected to everlasting contempt or basically suffer the consequences to how you lived. And of course, this one, of course... Those who have done evil will get a resurrection of condemnation. Now, like the King James Version will use the word damnation. You know, that's where you get the word, oh, you're damned by God. <laughs> that's where they get that word. But actually, you know what? It's interesting. The mm -hmm. original Greek word on that one. This is a mind blower, guys. Okay. <laughs> the word is crisis. <laughs> I wonder what word that we have in English that goes along with that. Uh -huh. oh, maybe you're in a crisis. When right. you're at judgment. Mm. See, essentially, that's what he's talking about. Condemnation is damnation or judgment. A lot of times that right. word, what's weird is that word's translated judgment a lot of places. Matter of fact, most of the time you go through the Bible, and that, that word's found 249 times throughout the Bible, okay? It's found mm. all over the place. And most of the time, mm -hmm. it's translated as judgment. Because see, judgment is a crisis. Yeah. If you're going to be going in front of God yeah. as your judge, <laughs> 
You're going to be in crisis, I would say. Uh, I would think they'd come to a halt. <laughs> yeah, that would be a crisis for me. I wouldn't want to be in that. Uh, no, I'll pass. Thank you. <laughs> and that, it's sort of describing this, uh, this convict that's going yeah. in front of the judge. Mm-hmm. And the judge has power over his life and death. Yeah. This is exactly what's going on here. Has the full authority to make the final say and decision. You're in crisis now. Yeah. You're, basically, that's what it, you would be in panic crisis, knowing that you're going to have to go in front of the judge. And you are going to be judged. That's what it is. Be held accountable. So this actual word here, resurrection, the wicked, a better translation of this word condemnation would be to the resurrection of judgment. Judgment. Because a lot of other places, Mm -hmm. that's what most of the time, most of the 249 places it's found in the Bible, it's always translated as judgment. The vast majority Mm -hmm. of time. Mm -hmm. It's like almost every other time. So in other words, but see, a judgment is something that you want to be going up against. You don't want to have be having God judge you. You would right. rather him grant you eternal life and not have to be judged based on what you've done. Well, isn't that what having a relationship with Christ and having forgiveness for our sins kind of nixes the whole judgment? Yeah, it's kind of like going in front of a tribunal. This is what, mm-hmm. what this would be. Kind of a scary thing where you know, you're in trouble and now you've got to answer for Rectify. your crimes. <laughs> you're, yeah, you know. you're going in front of the great judge answering right. for your crimes. This is what this is describing here. God is, of course, a righteous judge. He doesn't want anyone to perish. So we have some things, but I, I want us to understand we don't want to be in a situation where we're in crisis. I don't want anyone here to mm-hmm. be in crisis. That it will not be good for you. But you'll be, you'll, it's everlasting contempt. It's everlasting shame. This is what you're going to get. You're, you're not going to get a great life, and you're not going to get an eternal life. Remember. The resurrection of the wicked is not promised eternal life. No. The wages of sin, we know what that is. When the wicked get resurrected, it won't be eternal life that they're Mm -hmm. going to get resurrected to. Hmm. It's going to be a mortal body again. Yeah. Because only the righteous get get the eternal life. Immortal body. I don't want to see anyone here have to go to the tribunal of God at the great white throne judgment and explain themselves. If you're hearing this program, you're going to know. You can't say, well, I didn't know God. No, we told you right here. So if you're here listening to this, you know. This is what's going on. I'm trying to warn people. What we want to have is we want to be have eternal life, and that's only going to be granted to the righteous and right. those who are good. The wicked are not going to get, get that. They're not going to get their immortal body. They're not going to be living. For, they're going to have another mortal bodies, and they're going to be have everlasting contempt and shame. Mm. That's not good. And they're going to be judged by God. But there's another place in the Bible about this idea. And we're going to go over that, and that's found in Acts. Remember, this okay. is the early church was teaching this. Okay, this means the church, this was a doctrine taught by the church. Now, before we go into that, Acts chapter 24, and of course, this is Paul talking Mm -hmm. before Felix, and he's in custody, and he's explaining the way things are. So he's given like a little bit of a testimony of who he is and what's going on, and what he's trying to do is give the gospel message, Felix. And so part of the gospel message is that everyone will be resurrected one day. That's part of the gospel message, okay? That's part of the good news. And also, everyone... That you have ever loved. Maybe mm. you love somebody that you knew they weren't they, they weren't a good people. A believer. They weren't mm-hmm. a believer. You're going to see those people again. That is comfort. So is it being resurrected, those who are wicked, to everlasting condemnation? Is there a hope that they could change? Well, yeah, that's a good question. Because, yes, that's God. Remember, the 99 sheep weren't good enough. He was going after that one w- last wicked, deceived right. sheep. Christ will go after the one last deceived sheep. 
until he's got all 100%. But what we need to understand is that's why God tells us to love our enemies. Because Amen. we are going to see those people again. And of course, they're going to remember us. How do we treat them? Yeah. So this is why it's important for us to love your enemies, folks. Because they're going to get resurrected too. And we're going to, we, we, we very well likely could see them again. And we could be reaching out to them a second time. Well, and the beautiful thing is, is that I think change is possible. I think it's important to know God gives us second chances. Why wouldn't he give someone another chance to choose him? And I think that's just a beautiful picture of our loving God and his grace and mercy he shows to all of us. Let's read this one last passage of scripture here in Acts chapter 24, verse 15. And so again, Paul's talking to this Felix and Felix is not a believer. He's an administrator, a Roman administrator (laughs) doing his job. Right. He doesn't really know anything of what's going on. He doesn't really have Mm -hmm. anything in the game, but he's not a Christian. I have hope in God, which they themselves also accept that there will be a resurrection of the dead, both of the just and and the unjust. So now, here again, right. Paul even states it. Jesus states it. Daniel states it. Now Paul states this. There's going to be a resurrection. See, and that's really what I said. That's why it's important to understand we're not going to heaven, folks. Everything that the yes. Bible teaches is all about this resurrection. This is why it's important to understand that. Because when you, if you understand there is no heaven, mm-hmm. then what do we have to look forward to? Resurrection. This is a new heaven, folks. Mm-hmm. Resurrection is the biblical heaven. It's a biblical promise. Heaven is the satanic promise that ain't ever going to happen. This is why I I, I warn mm-hmm. people about this idea of don't believe you're going to heaven when you die because that's not what the Bible teaches. What the Bible teaches is a resurrection after death. Not a heaven after death, but a resurrection after death. Because that's a deception that Satan has woven into the church to give a false sense of hope or a another false expectation. But the beautiful thing is if Christ is our forefront example, and he was resurrected, then that's promised to us as well. And that would be not just for those who believe, but for everyone, so that maybe there's possible change and opportunity for them to believe as well. The righteous are going to be resurrected. Mm-hmm. They're the just, mm-hmm. like the Bible like that talks about, the resurrection right. of the just and the unjust. So there, again, the Bible is very clear. There's only two groups of people here. <laughs> Exactly. There's not all these, you know, areas. No, there's no. only if you're either just or you're unjust. Like you're said either Re- mm-hmm. righteous or you're wicked. He said that not in Revelation. You're either hot or cold. Right. <laughs> there's essentially there's only two groups of people. Or unjust, it really means unrighteous. That's what that word means. Yes. In other words, they're not living a righteous life. They're not living according to God's standards. Mm. They're living a wicked life. Now, I'm going to give you a scripture that tells you the same exact word unjust is used right here. Okay. That's, but, of course, they use the word unrighteous. I hate that when they do this. The original readers are making the connection. Right. Oh, this is the same word. <laughs> when us, we're seeing unjust and then Just. unrighteous we're, as two different things. When yeah. No, it's the same exact original word that's being used here. Well, it kind of makes a little bit un, a little bit sense, but... I mean, see, in English, we have so many different ways to say the right. same thing. But the problem is, is that to the original reader, they weren't seeing a different word there. They mm-hmm. were seeing the same word here. And if you read 1 Corinthians chapter 6, it okay. says, Do you not know that the unrighteous, that's the same word, the unjust, that the unjust will not inherit the kingdom of God? Not only are we going to get a resurrection of to eternal life if we're righteous, but we also get something else. It's a 
inheritance. We become inheritors. And so this is an important concept to understand that we're going to inherit something. There's going to be a land inheritance. I'm going to talk about that in, an, in another show. I know I bring these up because I don't, but it takes more than just this one show to explain, well, why do I believe this? Well, I'll show you in the, the Word of God exactly. what these things are. I'm explaining to you things that your preacher will never tell. They even understand this. They still think that we're living way back in the day and age before the millennial reign of Christ. Most of these preachers are out there. So that's why they are so lost. And that's why I'm telling you things that they aren't telling you. I'm explaining to you things that they will never tell you because they are lost. I'm not putting these preachers down. They're deceived, like a lot right. of other people. Oh, yes. Yeah. See, the deception is not just integrated into the world, but to right. the church as yes, well. Yes, it is. And so we need to understand, this is the reason why I'm explaining all this to you, and other people will never explain this to you because they don't understand what's going on. It's like their brain shuts off because they don't understand what's, what's happening. It's a little confusing, and you know it needs to be clarified. Which is why I'm breaking down all yes. these barriers and these linchpin teachings that you need to understand and break free of to go beyond and understand all these other scriptures because without and that's why i'm going in a certain order the hardest mm -hmm. part about this show figuring out the order of what i want to explain to you in the right. word of god because so many people don't understand it's like you know no to understand this you gotta understand this first so i had to go to that first and then I, so I, there's it's, it's very complicated that you need to understand orders of and that's why understanding that we're not going to heaven. Heaven isn't for us. When we die, and I'm going to do one on death, what happens right. the moment after you die? Okay. I, I, I'm going to have a show yeah, on that, that one. That'll be a good one. That, that's going to be a really <laughs> good one because people are curious. Maybe yes, that exactly. one might be a very future show. What happens the moment after you die? Because the Bible does not keep us ignorant on this. The Bible tells us what, what happens. In 1 Corinthians, do you not know that the unrighteous or the unjust, mm -hmm. same exact word, will not inherit? They're going to get a resurrection, but they're not going to inherit anything. So imagine this. You get a resurrection, but yet you aren't inheritors, so you got nothing. You came into this world, and now you have a resurrected body, and now you have nothing. You're impoverished now at the moment of your, resurre of your resurrection. You will not inherit the kingdom of God and he says, do not be deceived. Again, that word deceived. Was right. It? We, already, we already talked about that word, right? Do not wander. Do not wander away. <laughs> again, see. Be misled. Again, what we're reading these scriptures and then the original reader seeing. Oh, <laughs> right. I, I remember where that's <laughs> talked about there. This is why I'm showing you all this. Explaining all this mm. because all these are coming into play now. Do not be deceived. Again, do not wander off from what I'm telling you. Right. Paul was touched what Paul's trying to say here. Don't right. wander. I'm explaining what's going on here. So it said, where it's all these p wicked people will not inherit the kingdom of God. And we all want to be inheritors because we have a God that, that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. That there's resurrection. It's not only for us, the righteous. It's also for the wicked as well. We're uh -huh. going to see every loved one, every loved one that you knew. You may have been uncertain. Um, you know, maybe they weren't a Christian. Maybe you'll right. never see him again. No, mm. I'm giving you hope that you will see them again. They'll, they'll be, they'll be shamed. They'll have eternal contempt. They'll be judged, but I, I, the promise of the Bible is that I, we will see our loved ones one if they are not righteous. So don't worry about coming to the Lord and going, you know, I'd rather not come to the Lord and be with my family. No, you're going to see your family and you can still be with the Lord as well. So know this, that, that you don't have to like either or. See, a lot of preachers are telling their congregations this. Oh, once somebody's lost, they're gone forever and you'll right. never see them mm. again. That's not what the Bible teaches. The Bible tells me every person that I ever knew, I, I potentially could see again. That's why we have to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. That there's hope for everyone. Because even if they don't make it this time around at the resurrection, 
we will be reaching out to the, the, those mm-hmm. lost people, bringing them to a relationship with the Lord so they that lost sheep could come back. Just like just like Jesus taught. Yes. 99% wasn't good enough for 100% or nothing. Yeah, that none should perish. Yeah. God that's doesn't beautiful. want anyone to perish. That's beautiful. And we'll be that's what we'll be doing at the resurrection. Mm. We'll be trying to work on all the people, bringing them back into the fold. Until next time. Yes. We're living in Satan's little season. Not only because it's biblical, but because it just makes sense. Join or contact us at satanslowseason.org. This is a non-copyright, living in Satan's little season production.